Hey, hey, everybody, it's Nairby from CerealAndGrapeJuice.com, Twitter at IamNairby, Instagram at IamNairby, Twitch, NairbyDo, N-A-I-R-B-Y-D-O. Come watch me play games. There's nothing more fun than watching somebody else do stuff. Damn it. Where are you people? Anyway, it's time for another episode of Bayside Buddy, the Saved by the Bell podcast. This is episode 20. 20 years of Bayside Buddy. Man, going strong. Starting with Season 3, Episodes 5 and 6, we are still in the Saved by the Bell multiverse. Things are going to get weird and odd. We're going to get to that. But we're going to start with Season 3, Episode 5, entitled Operation Zack. This takes place in the normal Bayside world. Air date September 28th, 1991. And we start at the max where Zack is going over some schoolwork when Slater, Jesse, and Kelly arrive to inform him that the basketball rally is about to start Zach says that he can't think about basketball until he finishes his take-home test. Take-home test. I I don't... Isn't that homework? I mean, take-home... What's the point of a test that you take home? You can just look up the answers. Uh, But but still, you're learning, but you're not not really learning. (laughs) It's not really a test. Anyway... Zach says that he sent somebody else to the rally in his place. This is when Screech arrives wearing a blonde wig and a Bayside basketball uniform because Screech is awesome. Lisa shows up wearing a nurse's outfit and tells the group that she isn't going to the rally because her parents volunteered her as a, as she called it, a candy striper at the hospital that her parents work at. We then go to Bayside. So I wonder if a candy striper and a nurse are the same thing. Probably not because... As a nurse, you still need to know stuff, don't you? A nurse isn't simply a babysitter. They have to know, I'm sure, medical stuff. So I guess a candy striper is below a nurse, like a like a, like a a temp, an assistant. Anyway, that's what Lisa's doing. Uh, we then go to Bayside's boy, the Bayside boy's locker room. And Zach introduces the baseball, sorry, the basketball coach. The basketball coach for Bayside. And it's this dude who must be, like, about four feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this Smurf coach arrives with Belding in tow, and it's time to pep talk the team. Okay, team, make room for the coach. <laughs> time for the pregame pep talk. Gather around here, man. Okay? This is the championship game. Wait a minute. <laughs> That's it? That's the whole pep talk? Oh, yeah. Win, too. (laughs) Excuse me, Coach. May I interject a few inspirational words here? Why? I've already got them pumped. (laughs) Guys, I don't want to talk to you about basketball. Then why are you bothering us? (laughs) I want to talk to you about life. Men, basketball is a metaphor for life. What the basket? Our goal. The ball. Our hopes and dreams. Backboard is a chance to rebound from those missed opportunities. Hey, Mr. B, what about lab drills? Well, lab drills could be, uh... uh no, 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 sir, we've got to do lab drills. The game's going to start. Oh, <laughs> well, into some... Uh, let's go do it! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. This is the championship game. This is the 20th episode of Bayside Buddy 20 years. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> anyway, so after Zach takes a bump on the floor, we go to the hospital where Lisa is startled at seeing Zach in a wheelchair because Belding and Screech are there with him. 
Belding says that he and Zack bumped into each other in the locker room, and Zack says that he twisted his knee as a result. And Screech tells Zack to say no more until he calls his lawyer on Belding. <laughs> uh, Screech was awesome in this episode, man. And the next one. Screech wheels Zack into a room for x-rays, but not before telling Belding that he better hope Zack lives. And Belding is all worried. Later, Lisa and Belding are waiting on the results of Zack's x-rays as Screech is sitting there beside Belding, just giving them the evil eye. This lawsuit written all over Screech's face. <laughs> Zack is then rolled out of the room by Lisa's mom and tell them that uh, Lisa's mom tell them that Zack will be kept at the hospital overnight to run some tests. Lisa's mom sends her off to do candy striper work so she can learn responsibility while building guilt trips over Zack's injury. This is all my fault. <sighs> Zack, is there anything that I can do? Uh, yeah. You can call my mom. I already did. Go! Oh, you know what? I will go wait for her in the parking lot. And if there's anything else, you just name it. Oh, sure, try and smooth things over with the plaintiff. <laughs> well, you know, sir, I am sort of struggling with my math take-home test, and I'd hate to fail it because of a recent accident. It was no accident. It's obvious to everyone you never liked him. Oh. <laughs> That's not true. Well, prove it. Do the math. Ah, uh, sure, Zach. I'll take care of it. Okay. Anything else? You can take my French test tomorrow. I never took French. And you call yourself a principal. <laughs> Screech is great, man. <laughs> Playing the freaking lawyer for Zach. <laughs> yeah, trying to butter up the plaintiff. Come on, man. Uh, anyway, we then go to later on where the whole gang is with Zach in his hospital room. Well, Lisa's not there yet. And Zach asks how the basketball game went. Slater tells them that they lost by one point. Slater says that he had the ball with three seconds left until Belding yelled, Shoot your hopes and dreams. <laughs> and this threw Slater off and time ran out. <laughs> uh, he's supposed to be a great athlete, yet he's easily uh, distracted, Slater. And not even by a pretty girl, but by some dude yelling. <laughs> Yelling inspiration, no less. Anyway, then there is suddenly a little whimper from the bed uh, beside Zack, and Kelly pulls the curtain to reveal Lisa lying on the bed, and she's all just tired as hell. The nurse arrives and gives Zack a neck massage. Slater sees this, and he asks, he just, he just has to get in on it, and he says that his neck's been cramping up lately, as Jesse slaps it on the back of the neck. Remember that. So they're still going out, uh, Jesse and Slater, in, in this universe. Just saying, we're going to get to that. Anyway, visiting hours are then, they are over and everyone leaves. Lisa's mom arrives to give Zach the news that he tore some cartilage in his knee and will require surgery. Zach panics a little at the thought of surgery, but Lisa's mom tries to calm him by playing it down. She tells Zach that to get some rest and leaves. Zach then tells us that he can't rest because they're going to hack Zach. And we get a commercial break. Yeah. I've only been to the hospital uh, as far as overnights, stays, or more, one time, as we segue real quick. It was when I was, uh, I don't know, I was probably about eight years old, and my I, my brother, and his friend, you know those little tiny, very, very bouncy rubber balls that you can get from those 25-cent machines outside of shopping uh, grocery stores? We had one of those, and we were just throwing it against the wall, a wall, and catching it. Anyways, one of us threw it, 
and it bounced and went right into my left or my right eye, just boom, with my eye open. And I had to go to the hospital, stayed overnight. I don't know what they did, but I woke up the next day with bandages over my eyes. And then I was told after eventually, I don't know if this is true or not, it can't be true. But I was told by my brother that he heard from our mom that I had bleeding in my right eye. And if it ended up bleeding too much, I was going to die. I, but it's it's sibling shit. I don't think I believe that at all. <laughs> anyway, one other time I had to go to the hospital. That was when my brother and I were play fighting and he took a penny and he dangled it over my face as he was tickling me. And it, he dropped it into my mouth and I ended up swallowing it. And I had to go to the hospital and poop it out. So, yeah. Those are my hospital stories. Anyway, back to the universe. After the break, Belding is at the max, struggling to get Zach's homework done as Screech looks on. Keeping an eye on this freaking felon. <laughs> anyway, Lisa and company arrive with the news that Zach's knee requires surgery. And ever, everyone just blamefully looks at Belding, who says that it's not his fault. And we then go back to the hospital where the gang has decorated Zach's room for a party, a little party, before he goes under the knife. They try to watch some TV, but they use the remote that controls the bed instead and it messes Zach up. You know, that classic bed, hospital bed remote gag. They all eventually leave Zach to sleep for the night. And he seems calm. He says he just needs a good night's sleep. Hey, Screech, what are you doing here? I'm not Screech. I'm your guardian angel, Skippy. But you look just like my friend Screech. Well, up there, we all look like this. And soon you'll look like me, too. <laughs> You're kidding. Right? No. Now let's hit that big highway to the sky. Well, where are we going? Well, to heaven. And since there are two of us, we can take the carpool lane. First, I have to sprinkle you with this heavenly dark dust. Wait a minute. Hey. Can't I at least see my friends one last time? Well, okay, but I'm not making any toilet stops. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It's a ceremony in your honor. Hey, guys, I'm here. Hey, guys. Mr. Belly? Jeez. <laughs> Can anybody hear me? You can't talk to them, Zach. You can only listen. See, you're dead. Extinct. Gone f napoo. Get it? Now play by the rules or I'll make you look like that belding guy. It's so sad now that Zach's gone. He was a great friend and the only guy I ever let climb in my window. I always had a secret crush on Zach. If only I could have kissed him just once. Well, hey, I'm here. I'm here. Kiss me. Hey, uh-uh-uh, no kissing the living. <laughs> we'll miss you, Zach. You were one card dude for a non-nerd. I'll never forget him. He gave the best noogies. <laughs> Gray, he hurt his knee, went under the knife. Who'd have thought he'd lose his life? Yay, bro! 
Well, Zach, now that you're gone, we're retiring your jersey. No one will ever wear your number again at Bayside. I'll see you around, pal. <laughs> It is now time to dedicate this locker to Zach's memory and lock it up one last time. Stop! Halt! And quit it even! Who's that? Well, that's Screech. He's my best friend. Known him my whole life. Pretty handsome dude. I won't let you close Zach's locker. Not without me inside. I'm going with him. No, no, screech, screech, little buddy. You can't go in there. Where he's gone, you can't follow. So is that big doofus knows. <laughs> I love the little cheer Lisa and Kelly gave. Yay. Hurrah. <laughs> oh, love that. Love it. Love it. Anyway, Zach wakes from his dream and tells us that he's out of here and he's not getting surgery. And we go to commercial. And after the break, Zach has gotten hold of a doctor's uniform, complete with surgical mask. And he's trying to leave the hospital as he's limping when a nurse finds him. And she tries to ask him something because she thinks he's a doctor. And Zach tells her that he has no time as he has to head to surgery to perform a nectarectomy, which which is the removal of somebody's neck. <laughs> and the nurse asks Zach what she, what, she, what she needs to do with a patient in room 312 who's got the chills. And Zach tells her to put the patient next to someone who has the fever. And he leaves. <laughs> oh, man. Zach is then stopped by an older nurse who drags him into one of the rooms to the side for a few seconds. Zach then emerges from the room with kiss stickers all over his mask, as uh, some of the girls in the live studio audience go woo. Zach then makes it to the elevator when Lisa's mom appears from the inside, and she sends Zach back to his room. We then go back to Zach in his hospital room. Back to Zach. <laughs> back to Zach, yeah. And we then go back to the aforementioned person in his hospital room, and Lisa enters and gives Zach crap for trying to leave. And Zach tells her that he's afraid of the operation, but Lisa's trying to calm him down. And they start telling an old story of how they both hurt themselves going ice skating and ended up in the hospital. And everything turned out fine then, and Lisa says everything will turn out fine now, but Zach is still worried. But Lisa tells him that, she, that uh, he's got the best doctor, which is her mother, working on him. Zach finally calms and goes to sleep in record time, because it's TV. <laughs> As Lisa says a prayer for him. Later on, Zach is heading to surgery where he runs into Lisa's mom who assures him that everything again will be fine. They get to the elevator where Lisa appears. And uh, her mom is surprised that she's up so early. And Lisa said, there was this little there was a little gag here where first when Lisa's mom appears, she said, uh, am I a 10 or what? She says, to quote Lisa, am I a 10 or what? And then Lisa shows up and says the same thing. I like that little bit. It was great. <laughs> Anyway, they get to Lisa's there. She, uh, her mom is surprised that she's up early. Lisa says that she's there for Zach. And she's got responsibilities. And then Zach is taking to the operating room. And later on, surgery is done. As the gang and Belding are signing Zach's cast. Belding tells Zach that he only got a C on the, on the math test. And Lisa arrives to tell everyone that visiting hours are over. But Screech says that they can't leave yet because Gilligan's Island is on. 
and he grabs the remote, which he thinks is for the TV, but it's for Zach's bed. The rest of the group freak out. We get the freeze frame and the credits on a classic episode. Screech was great in this episode. Ah, the little cheer with uh, Lisa and Kelly. Yay, raw. <laughs> Has always been a little favorite of mine. Ah, well done. But as I said, man, remember, in this universe, Jesse and Slater are still going out. So we move on to the next episode. <laughs> We're going to get to that. Uh, season 3, episode 6. Which also aired on September 28th, 1991. Remember, this? these were apparently Saved by the Bell got a one-hour time slot every Saturday back then. And uh, they filled it with having two separate uh, stories going on at the same time. It was uh, must have been weird watching it that way. Anyway, this one is called Fourth of July. And we're back at Malibu Sands Resort. And Mr. Carosi is talking to staff about the upcoming Fourth of July events that the club is holding. Which include the Staff versus Member Games. The Miss Liberty pageant, and da- ending with the fireworks dance ball. Slater is put in charge of the games, while Zach is put in charge of finding contestants for the pageant. Kelly asks if staff members can enter the pageant, and Crosi says yes, and that the winner gets a $500 savings bond. Kelly says, okay, I'm going to enter then. And Screech is given the duty as of dressing up as Uncle Sam. Remember that too. <laughs> We then go inside where Zach is finding women to sign up for the pageant. And he says that the that the winner gets a date with him. And the three girls are like, oh, okay, I'll sign up then. <sighs> Shut up, Zach. Come on. <laughs> anyway, Stacy, Leah Remini, the awesome Leah Remini, arrives. And Zach asks her to sign up for the pageant. But Stacy has no interest in signing up as she has too much work to do. And Zach continues to work on her. It says that if he was a judge, he would vote for her. And this makes Stacy perk up a little. And she tells Zach that she'll think about it as Zach starts to dig his own grave. <laughs> and we then go out to the beach where Slater is setting up an obstacle course for the games portion of the event. And Lisa is there uh, vegging in the sun while he's doing it. And she notices where he placed a couple of tubes, tunnels. And she tells Slater that he's positioned the obstacles out of order. And she knows this because she was last year's club's champion. And Slater tells Lisa that if she raced against him, she wouldn't be a champion. Which Lisa, of course, disagrees with. And then Screech shows up and he he's wearing a Muscle Beach sweater because he's in charge of... Uh, apparently he's in charge of Muscle Beach. And he rips it off to show off his... Um, I don't want to say guns, but shows off his, his, his upper torso. <laughs> And he then jumps into one of the obstacle course tunnels and it gets stuck and it starts to roll away. And we then go back inside to the club dining room. And Zach asks Slit, uh, Slater, asks Stacy if she's made a decision about entering the pageant yet. So, have you made up your mind ready to sign up for the Miss Liberty pageant? I've never done anything like this before. What if I get on stage and forget how to talk? You? <laughs> Worried about talking? Just make believe you're yelling at the staff. I don't even have a costume. Look, I'll help you. Just sign up. Okay. Count me in. All right. Well, 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 did I hear right? My little girl is going to sign up for the Miss Liberty pageant? Daddy, please don't make a big deal about this. I'll be lucky if I make it past the first round. Nonsense. You're a Karosi. Like yeast, we rise to the occasion. (laughs) Miss Karosi, the Coast Guard. 
guard just picked up one of our waiters floating in a tube. <laughs> Sounds like Screech to me. I'll go claim him. Uh, Morris. Ah, uh, I know, sir. An idle employee is an unemployed employee. I'm on my way. Uh, relax, Morris. Work will wait. Will? Of course. Come on. There's someone I want you to meet. Hello, everyone. Mr. Edgewater, did you hear? My little daughter's gonna compete in the Miss Liberty pageant. I say, that's wonderful, old man. I say so, too, but I must disqualify myself from being a judge. This fine young man will take my place. Uh, me? A judge? Yes. Yeah, so you, you, so now Zach is screwed, although he doesn't know it yet, but uh, he's digging that He's digging that hole. As we then go back outside, where Zach is cleaning off tables when Kelly arrives, here comes the hole getting bigger. <laughs> As I wonder what she might want, and she tells Zach that she heard that he's going to be a judge in the pageant. And she pushes that the $500 prize will really help her. And Zach nonchalantly replies that, oh, I bet it would. And he keeps on working. <laughs> As that hole continues to get bigger. <laughs> because Zach is then approached by Jesse, who has also entered the pageant. And she says that she doesn't want Zach to vote for her just because they've been friends since they were kids. And once again, Zach replies nonchalantly. And he says, I won't. And he continues to work as the hole still gets bigger when Lisa shows up. <sighs> no, sorry, no, he goes over to Lisa to take her order. And she orders first place in the Miss Liberty pageant. So she's blunt about it because she's Lisa and she's awesome. So now Zach knows that he's screwed. And the hole gets even bigger because he then runs into Mr. Carosi, who tells him that he knows it's going to be hard to judge the pageant since he's, he has friends who've been in the, entered. And Zach agrees, yes, it will be hard. And then Carosi says that I'm going to make it easy for you. Stacy wins. And he leaves. So now, now Zach knows that he's big time screwed. And he's, uh, yeah, that's quite the hole, man, as we got a commercial break. After which Stacy shows off her Miss Liberty outfit to Zach, which looks like a cocktail dress, but... Red, white, and blue colors. It's look good in it. It's hard for Leah Remini to look bad, especially now, man. She's she is a sexy, sexy lady with that awesome New York voice. She's great. Anyway, Zach compliments Stacy on her legs and smell, and Stacy seems to be going for it as they slowly get closer, and they're about to kiss when Slater shows up and ruins it all because that's what Slater does. He just ruins everything for all dudes. I mean, bloody hell, in these episodes of the beach, he's walking around in a pair of shorts and nothing else, man. Put something on. Just like in the movie uh, uh, Daddy's Home, Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. Ferrell tells Wahlberg to put a shirt on, damn it. You're making me look like a piece of fucking nothing. Stop swearing. Anyway, Slater realized what was about to happen, and he jokes with Zach about, I wonder who, you, who you're going to vote for in the pageant, wink, wink. Slater leaves, and Zach asks Stacy to be his date to the 4th of July dance. Slater, uh, Stacy uh, accepts, and they part ways for the night. The next day, Mr. Carosi kicks off the 4th of July event, and he has Screech announce the start of the games. And Carosi and Zach are not happy with Screech's costume as he's supposed to be dressed as Uncle Sam, but Screech, well, Screech is dressed as Uncle Sam. He's dressed as his Uncle Sam, because, because Screech, anyway... Screech, as his Uncle Sam, rings a bell, and the staff versus member games begin. And we start at Slater's obstacle course, where it's him versus Lisa, as they have to run the course while wearing diving flippers on their feet. 
and slip. I only tried. I only tried those diving slippers once, and I didn't. I never realized how fast they make you go. They really make you go fast, especially swimming underwater, just flipping those things. It was wow. I was. This was in high school. I was just blown away. But wow, these flippers, man. That's why the divers wear them. Oh, anyway, you learn something new every day. Everybody, you're welcome. Anyway, Slater. Slater during this obstacle race versus Lisa takes. He takes the most, I mean, for those of you who are wrestling fans, you know about, you know, choreography and taking bumps, that kind of thing. Slater takes the most choreographed falls in the history of choreographed falls throughout this course, and Lisa wins because, oh, yeah, so, like, so fake, (laughs) but (sighs) what you going to do? We're not even getting to the real crazy stuff yet. But it's coming. Anyway, we then go to the wheelbarrow race where it's, uh, everybody knows the wheelbarrow race where it's one person on their hands while their partner is holding them up by the legs and they have to move around. Anyway, Mr. Carosi, who is a member of the staff, right? He's the owner of the club, so he's a staff member. He's teamed up with somebody against Kelly and Jesse who are also staff members. So... Maybe Karosi just got to pick on his own, but he's teamed up with with a member, not so. But he's on the member team, not the staff team. Anyway, Karosi and his partner intentionally bump into Jesse and Kelly, which knocked them off the course, giving Karosi and his partner the win. We then go to a tug of war, where Karosi is tugging with for the members team, so he's not on the staff team. And the staff team win as only Lisa is pulled into the water pit until Jesse and Kelly. Notice Karosi's standing there like an idiot, still holding onto the rope. They tug on the rope, and Karosi ends up going into the pit. He then quickly heads off to get dried off. Slater then appears with a towel for Lisa, and she uses it to pull him into the water pit. When Slater, they, they both have a laugh about it, and then Slater asks Lisa to be his date for the 4th of July dance. And I remember this threw me off back in the day, and, and it's still... It still didn't, because in the other universe, Slater and Jesse are still dating. We saw it. And I thought they were still dating in the Malibu Sands universe, but but I guess it was never actually... Well, this doesn't confirm it, but I just assumed it. But, okay. It, it just, but it just seemed like an odd pairing. <laughs> it's still, like... I mean, eventually, spoiler alert, Zach in one episode has a little thing with Lisa, and that didn't look weird, but Slater and Lisa just didn't, it looked odd, but what, I don't know, anyway, Lisa agrees to be Slater's date, and we then move on to the Miss Liberty pageant, where Mr. Carosi announces the final four contestants, and we all wonder who it could be, and oh my god, if it isn't Lisa, Kelly, Jesse, and Stacy. <laughs> Tell us what the 4th of July means to them. First, Lisa Turtle. The 4th of July means freedom, liberty, and 50% off sales at all major department stores. (laughs) And now, Jesse Spanner. The 4th of July means America, our country. Well, actually, it's not 
our country. It belonged to the Indians who inhabited... Uh, thank you for making us feel so proud. And now our next contestant... Uh, forgive me for being moved. My daughter, Stacy Carosi. To me, the 4th of July means a time of togetherness, a time of family and friends, fun and fireworks. That's the 4th. Excuse me. I just need a moment. <clears throat> oh, yeah, Kapowski. <laughs> to me, the 4th of July celebrates something that our ancestors gave their lives for. Something that makes our country stand apart from so many others. Today, on our nation's birthday, let us remember that one gift that makes America so special. Freedom. Here we go. One vote for Stacy Carosi. One vote for Kelly Kapowski. Come on, Morris. We're waiting. And the last vote for the next Miss Liberty, Kelly Kapowski. Yeah, Jesse was woke before being woke was a tool to score virtue points on the internet, man. <laughs> and Jesse, I, I love that she was dressed as a Statue of Liberty. <laughs> anyway, Kelly deserved to win. Her answer was definitely the best. And then we got the commercial break, and after the break, Screech congratulates Stacy on being runner-up and tells her that if a meteor hits Kelly, Stacy is the new Miss Liberty. <laughs> Screech then turned, well, they both turned to look at Zach and Kelly, who are getting their, they're hugging each other and getting their pictures taken on the stage. And Screech mentions that Stacy, that Kelly and Zach used to date. And Zach is still hot for her, which floors Stacy. Stacy gets ticked off and she heads up to Zach and she tells him that the dance is off and takes off. Mr. Carosi then confronts Zach and he's not happy that he didn't vote for Stacy. Zach says that he had to be fair, which he was. And Kelly was just better, which she was. And he had to do the right thing, which he did. Carosa replies that he's got to do the right thing as well. And he fires Zach. And we then go to later on when it's dance time. And Screech tells Slater that he heard that he and Lisa are dates for the dance. And Screech says that he'll be watching Slater every step he takes and every move he makes. That's right, he threatened his life. And used a excellent song to do it. Yeah. Anyway, Lisa arrives and tells... And Slater tells her that she looks great, which she did. And they head off arm in arm together. And it still it still looked weird. But okay. I wonder if they are actually, were actually going to try something with these two. But I don't know. Anyway, as far as I remember, nothing ever goes there beyond this episode. Anyway, Kelly then spots Stacy. And they have a little chat. Stacy, hi. Hi. 
You know, you were really great today. I, I wish we both could have won. Yes, well, we both didn't win, did we? And we both know why, don't we? No, we both don't. Why? Because of your boyfriend, Zach. My boyfriend? What are you talking about? Zach and I broke up a long time ago. Yeah, well, Screech told me you were getting back together. Screech? Screech also said that Elvis has a daycare center for the Muppet Babies. <laughs> the truth is, Zach likes you. Really? Yeah, really. You know, being a judge must have been really hard for him. Thanks, Kelly. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go find Zach. I voted for her. I should still get that cabana. Not now. We'll talk about it later. Daddy, have you seen Zach? I need to talk to him right away. Don't worry. I took care of it. He's packing his bags as we speak. Why? Where's he going? I fired him because he wouldn't vote for you like I told him to. Oops. <laughs> like I hope he would. You tried to fix the Miss Liberty pageant? Uh, yes. I mean, no. I mean, only because you deserve to win. Daddy! How could you? Yeah, way to go, idiot. Anyway, we then, we then go out to the beach as the sun is setting and Zach is sitting there alone looking like a, the cover of his next Zach Attack album, his solo album, Sitting on a Beach, album full of love ballads. You know, that kind of scene. <laughs> anyway, Stacy then joins him and she apologizes for overreacting based on false screech information. Zach also apologizes for forcing Stacy into the pageant. Stacy says there's no need, no, no need for Zach to be sorry because she had a good time. Stacy then admits that Kelly deserved to win, which she did, and that Zach is a great guy, which uh, is uh, up for debate every now and then. <laughs> uh, we then go back to the dance where Kelly and Screech are dancing together. Talk about not looking right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> they really just yeah, they uh it's like they put people they like they put characters names in a hat and then drew the names from the hat and there's our pairings for this one episode. Anyway, Kelly compliments Screech on his dancing. I mean, even though there was that episode a few seasons ago where Kelly was into Screech because he was all smart and she wanted to take him to the George Michael concert and Screech was like, "No, I can't stand him." But I don't know, it was just I don't know. Just seeing them dance, to, and it's not like they were close, but they were, they were, you know, they were touching. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> anyway, Kelly compliments Screech on his dancing, and Screech tells Kelly that he's only using her to make Lisa jealous. And you gotta, you gotta hand it to Screech, man, because outside of the uh, the Violet episodes, his ultimate target was always Lisa, and I think it was still that way back in the Miss Bliss class episodes. But uh, I'd have to watch those again. But yeah, you gotta hand it to him, man. He. uh he always had his eye on the target unless uh, Violet was there. Anyway, uh, they spot Lisa, Kelly and Sla- Kelly and Screech <laughs> spot Lisa and Slater dancing slowly, which also looked odd. <laughs> it just it's just, it's just a slow dance, and Slater's got his arms around Lisa's waist, and his hands are attached behind her, and Lisa's got her hands gripped around Slater's neck, you know, that pose and that, that, it just, this episode was so weird. Anyway, Screech sees this and he continues to try to make Jisa, Jisa, Lisa jealous by putting his head on Kelly's shoulder. (laughs) And then the current dance stops. And then we see Jesse holding hands with some random extra. 
And that didn't look right. <laughs> Seriously, the, the dance stops. Everybody, they they uh, they depart. They de- sorry, they detach themselves from their dance partner. And this is when we noticed that Jesse was dancing with some random dude extra. And after the dance ended, she, she they're holding hands. Jesse and this dude. This episode was. What happened here? <laughs> anyway. Oh my gosh. I mean, seriously, the Malibu Sands episodes of Saved by the Bell are just. They're completely bizarro world. It's just, wow, weird. Anyway, but Zach then arrives with Stacy, and Mr. Carosi is not happy. Hey guys, check out who just came in together. Morris, what are you doing here? I thought I fired you. Well, well, you did, Daddy, but as assistant manager, I rehired him. I'd hate for him to sue you for unfair dismissal. Sue me? Can he do that? Uh, yeah, yeah, he can do that, and I bet you he'd win big time, too. You know, I can just see it now, the Zach Morris Speech Club. (laughs) Can't we settle this like two mature adults? Uh, Let's say I give you your job back. Oh, no, I've already got that. How about the weekend off? (laughs) Deal. The fireworks are starting, everybody. Everybody outside. That's right, Zach's standing up for himself. Anyway, we then see fireworks via B-roll. For those who don't know what B-roll means in the broadcast business, it means you take previous recorded archival footage and insert it to make it look like it's actually happening in this scene. So yeah, we saw B-roll fireworks as Zach and Stacy wish happy 4th of July to each other. They kiss, and even that didn't look right. (laughs) Just... Probably because it felt weird that a sassy woman like Stacy would go for a California surf guy, but, you know, whatever. This this was one weird episode. Just odd. Anyway, that was the end of that. We got the credits. And that that, that takes us to the end of this crazy, insane episode of movie, uh, movie, Bayside Buddy. For Movie Buddy, go to SeaRoomGrapeJuice.com if you're... Alone and you have a dirty, disgusting house, and but you want to watch movies with a friend, go to check out Movie Buddies, man. I, I I sat down and watched movies and talked during them and recorded myself. So yeah, have a movie buddy without cleaning your filthy house. <laughs> but also go there for recipes with videos and more episodes of Bayside Buddy, episodes of Degrassi Buddy, the old school Degrassi, old school. I'm talking Degrassi Junior High, Degrassi High podcasts, and join us next week for another. Weird or not to be weird, we'll see episode of uh, Bayside by the Say by the Bell podcast. We will be checking out season three, episodes seven and eight, entitled Check Your Mate, which is a classic. I love this one. This is the chess episode. What a great one. That's in the normal uh, universe. And the other episode is goes We Return to Malibu Sands. This one's entitled My Boyfriend's Back. So join us for that. Yeah, everything was weird in this episode. Just... But at least there were no gigantic Adam's apples standing out. Anyway, but that was that. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at IamNairby. Follow me on Twitter, Nairby Do. Watch me play games because watching people do stuff while you sit there and do nothing is it's entertaining. Come on, man. Watch me do stuff. And we will see you next time.